0: Learn how at usps.com slash advantage. USPS Ground Advantage. Simple, affordable, reliable.
1: This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 1051, The Best and Worst Thing About Financial Independence, part one by the Madfiantist of madfiantist.com. And I am Dan, I'm your host and narrator, bringing you some of the best blogs on personal finance seven days a week. And a quick reminder that you are automatically entered into our book raffles if you are part of our free weekly newsletter mailing list. We give away a book to a random person on that list on the first of every single month, which is coming up soon, so now's a great time to join. It's totally free, just come by oldpodcast.com, that's OLDpodcast.com. But for now, let's get to today's post as we start optimizing your life. The Best and Worst Thing About Financial Independence, Part 1, by the Mad Madfiantist of madfiantist.com. I've never had a paragraph smack me in the face before. This one did, and it hit me like a brick. Quote, Here is Maggie, the aspiring writer. I recognized that when it comes to artistic or creative endeavors, I had internalized a fixed mindset. I believed that people were inherently artistic or creative and that you could not improve through effort. This directly affected my life because I have always wanted to be a writer, but have been afraid to pursue any writing classes or share my creative writing with others. This is directly related to my mindset because any negative criticism would mean that I'm not a writer inherently. I was too scared to expose myself to the possibility that I might not be a natural. Maggie's internal monologue used to say, don't do it. Don't take a writing class. Don't share your writing with others. It's not worth the risk. Your dream could be destroyed. Protect it. End quote. When I read that last paragraph, it became clear that I've been sabotaging myself my entire adult life. For as long as I can remember, I've dreamt of creating something. More on that in a moment. What's crazy is, I hadn't worked towards achieving that goal. It wasn't until I read that paragraph in Mindset by Carol Dweck that I realized what had been happening. Like Maggie, I hadn't taken any steps toward achieving my goal because I didn't want to risk losing the dream completely. But not working toward the goal would guarantee failure, so why would I choose that? My goal. Before I discuss why I was sabotaging myself, I first better come clean with this big goal. I want to write, record, and release an album. It's crazy I've never talked about this before, but I've been reluctant to share because then I'd finally have to try and possibly fail. Music has played such a huge role in my life, from dancing to Michael Jackson as a toddler, to getting into grunge as a preteen, to exploring more experimental music in my early teens, to having bands like Brainiac and Polvo change the entire trajectory of my life. Music has enhanced my life in so many ways, and it's been my dream to take my love of music even further by writing and releasing my own. I don't have grand visions of becoming a star or anything, and I have no desire for the fame, money, or other quote-unquote benefits that mainstream success in the music business would bring. I simply want to make weird music that I enjoy. This goal isn't overly ambitious, and it's obviously important to me, so why wasn't I working towards achieving it? Fixed versus growth mindset. Turns out, I had a fixed mindset when it came to making music. I had built up this identity of being an analytical math and science guy, but that is the opposite of the creative musician I wanted to become. I could sit down and study for hours until I learned a programming concept, but I didn't think hard work would help me be creative. I thought either I had it in me to write good songs, or I didn't. So rather than throw a bunch of hard work at the problem, as I did in other areas of my life, I was too scared to try because I didn't want to find out that I didn't have what it took, which would kill the dream. Do you have anything in your life like that? Are there things you want to do but aren't even trying to do? Thankfully, Dweck's book made me realize that songwriting is no different from anything else, and I can get better at it with practice, just like I can get stronger by lifting weights, or I can learn more about math by studying. Although my body is a bit too old to achieve my boyhood dreams of becoming an NHL star, my mind is still capable of changing. Dweck's mindset showed me that brains can form new connections and improve existing connections through practice and repetition. A great example she gave is how the brains of blind people start using the visual cortex when reading braille, even though their eyes aren't doing anything. This helped me believe that it is possible to get better at something creative like songwriting. So I'm finally giving it a shot. Unhappiness before FI Looking back, I can now see that not pursuing this dream for all those years was a big source of my unhappiness. Even though it seemed like my brain was quite content tricking itself into inaction, deep down, I must have known what was going on. Actually, I know for a fact that I knew what was going on. Check out this quote from an article I wrote in 2013. Quote, After achieving FI, I won't have full-time employment as an excuse anymore. Will I find other ways to procrastinate, or will I finally start pursuing some of my creative goals? If I do start working towards my goals, will I fail? Has my procrastination been a way of keeping my dreams alive, even though deep down I realize they're probably not attainable? End quote. I knew what was going on, but I was able to fool myself because I had something to blame for not making any progress. My job. I'd say things like, I'd be writing music if I didn't have to work 40 hours a week. My commute tires me out, so that's why I'm not working on anything after I get home from work. Watching TV isn't getting me closer to releasing an album, but can you blame me for needing to unwind after a hard day in the office? I had a perfect scapegoat, and it allowed me to continue down the path of doing nothing, yet keeping my dream alive. Then came F.I. No more excuses. I wanted to achieve F.I. so that I didn't have to have a job and could instead work on music full-time. It'll be great, I'll have all the time in the world, and then I'll finally do it after all these years of thinking about it. Sadly, my brain kept ruining that plan, too. I couldn't get started. Even though I had all day to work on music, I'd still find other things to do instead. The problem is, I didn't have a scapegoat to blame for this. I didn't have a boss telling me what to do. I didn't have anywhere to be or anything I needed to do. I only had myself to blame. But brains don't like blaming themselves for things, so that's when I started trying to put the blame elsewhere. Ugh, replying to all these emails is taking up my entire day. I can't do anything in this small apartment in Scotland. I need to move to a house and get a proper studio to work in. If only Jill would stop planning so many events with friends and family, I could finally get something done. Once I get a new synthesizer, the songs will start pouring out of me. Those excuses were obviously bullshit, though. And even though I realized deep down that my job wasn't the reason I wasn't making progress before, these new excuses were even flimsier so it was more obvious that I was the problem. To be continued. You just listened to part one of the post titled The Best and Worst Thing About Financial Independence by the Madfiantist of Madfiantist.com.
0: Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage Shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear, upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there. And keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. It goes without saying that a lot of people don't know where to start when it comes to investing. Many think you need a lot of money to invest. Some put off investing because it doesn't seem urgent. Acorns makes it easy to start automatically saving and investing for your future. You don't need a lot of money or expertise to invest with Acorns. In fact, you can get started with just your spare change. Acorns recommends an expert-built portfolio that fits you and your money goals, then automatically invests your money for you. And I love Acorns because I feel that this type of automation is exactly the boost needed for the many people who like the idea of investing but haven't felt ready to begin for whatever reason. So head to acorns.com slash OFD or download the Acorns app to start saving and investing for your future today. Paid non-client endorsement may not be representative of all clients. Tier one compensation provided. Compensation provides an incentive to positively promote Acorns. View important disclosures at acorns.com slash OFD. Investing involves risk, including the loss of principal. Please consider your objectives, risk tolerance, and Acorns fees before investing. Acorns Advisors, LLC. Acorns is an SEC-registered investment advisor. Brokerage services are provided to clients of Acorns by Acorns Securities, LLC. Member FINRA SIPC. For more information, visit acorns.com.
1: And that'll do it for another installment of Optimal Finance Daily. Hope you are having a happy Saturday if you're listening in real time. I thank you for being here with me each and every day and for sharing this podcast with others if you can. And I'll see you back here tomorrow for the Sunday show where we'll finish up this post and where your optimal life awaits.